0: welcome to everyday chant srimad bhagavatam class today we are fortunate to have her grace prema padmini devidasin from bangalore mataji will enlighten us from srimad bhagavatam chapter 5, fifth chapter 12 verse number 15. Hari krishna mataji whenever you are ready please take over the call Hari krishna
1: Hari krishna thank you very much <clears throat> Please accept my humble obeisances. एसेंसेस will take the best of the past and do the event. I दीन सरस्वतीं व्यासं ततो जयं मुदिरेय नष्ट प्रायेश्व भद्वि शूनत्यं भागवत सेवया भगवती उत्तम श्लोके भक्तिर भवतीने स्तिकी मुकं करोति वाचालं पंगुम लंगायति गिरं जय मदिरय नषट भागवत सवया भगवती birim Srimad <clears throat> Bhavatam. Um, canto five, chapter twelve, text fifteen. TAMAM Smitir Vigat Dehi Pibira Vishnar Prabhava Nojahati Ato Aham Jana Sangat Asangu Vishankamanu Sritascharami Sa Dad Mom me Smriti Remembrance of the activities of my previous life. Dehe, in the body of a dear, Api, although Deera, O oh great hero, Krishna Archana Prabhava, which appeared because of the influence of sincere service to Krishna, no jahati, did not leave, therefore, Aham I, Jana Sangat, from the association of ordinary men, a Sangha, completely detached, Vishankamana, being afraid, Avivita, unobserved others, Tarami I go here and there. My dear heroic king, due to my past sincere service to the Lord, I could remember everything of my past life, even while in the body of a deer. Because I am aware of the fall down in my past life, I always keep myself separate from the association of ordinary men. Being afraid of their bad materialistic association, I wander alone, unnoticed by others. Offered by His Divine Grace the Bhakti Vedanta Swami Shrela Prabhu Pada Jai In Bhagavad Gita it is said, Svalpa dharma Dharmasya, Bhagavad Gita It is certainly a great fault to go from human life to animal life. <clears throat> but in the case of Bharat Maharaja, any devotional, devotional service to the Lord never goes in vain. As stated in Bhagavad Gita, 8.6, Yam Yam Bhaapis Maran at the time of death, by I nature's mean, law, the mind is absorbed in a certain type of thinking. This may lead one to animal life, yet for a devotee, there is no loss. Even though Bharat revived, received the body of a deer, he didn't forget his position. Consequently, in the body of a deer, he so was very careful to remember that. Because of his downfall, as a result, he was given a chance to be born in a family of very pure brahmanas. That's the service to the Lord, never went in vain. <laughs> Namo Vishnu Padai Krishna Prasthaya Bhutale bhakti Bhaktivedanta Swaminati Namne Namaste Saraswati Devi Gauravani Pracharne Nirvaseh Sunivadi Pashrata Deshtarne Jaya Sri Krishna Chaitanya Bravnadyananda Sri Shivasati Gauram Gaurabhata Brindha Hare Krishna Hare Krishna, Krishna 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 Hare 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 Ram Hare Ram Ram Ram, Ram Hare Hare My dear heroic king <coughs> And due to my past sincere service to the Lord, I could remember everything of my past life, even while in the body of a dear. Because I am aware of the fall down in my past life, I always keep myself <coughs> separate from the association of ordinary men. Being afraid of that bad materialistic association, I have wandered alone, unnoticed by others. So this is the first time we see him talking, Jada only to Gana, but to no one else he talked. Not even to his father. Father was also just trying to train him. My dear son, please come do this. He was like dumb, deaf and mute. He never replied to anything, never followed anything. Because he was so afraid he will get attached. He became attached, imagine, to a deer. After giving up his whole family, all uh, the ones very close, the kingdom, and everybody he had renounced, and then he had gone to the forest imagine he got attracted to a deer so he was very very elevated you know, he was in the bhava stage of uh, devotional service so his soul had already become so conscious you know of uh, Krishna and so on and that is why this consciousness of the soul is actually always very conscious but here we have forgotten him because of material covering because of forgetting Krishna and so because he was always thinking of Krishna, the presence of Krishna in him had made his consciousness very alive and awake and very conscious. And that is why even though he was temporarily transferred into, I mean, he entered the body of a deer, he could still remember everything very clearly. What all happened in his past life, how he was a king and he had given up everything and... Was a devotee, and how by his foolishness he became attached to a deer. And he says because, and he understands also. He remembers his devotional service. That's the most wonderful thing. It's not that he forgot devotional service. Normally, what happens if you even you if you are a devotee of the Lord, when you're born again, you forget. Unless in the house there are devotees, and then then you were in the womb they chanted Hare Krishna. Till <coughs> so then. When you're born, because uh, the situation is also very conducive and everybody is talking of Krishna, so you pick up very fast. But here, none of that. He, He was born in a Brahmana family, but they were also very elevated. But he already knew even much better than them, very advanced level of Krishna consciousness. He remembered. Normally a devotee has to revive. Somehow he'll meet a devotee. And then he, with his mercy, he will revive very quickly. But here he didn't even have any guru, nothing. It was just a continuation of his past life, of his, um, you know, from the uh, Bharata, uh, King Bharata, to uh, deer, to Jarabharata. It was, uh, I mean, now he's talking, uh, yeah. So even in the deer body, it was just a continuation of his previous life. So it is as if <clears throat> nothing changed, only. Okay, the body changed, but his consciousness was the same. And that he is saying, it's because of uh, his sincere devotion service to Krishna. And we can see how that is the only way to please the Lord and come close to Him. <laughs> and so, even his, you know, remembering his, a previous body and all that, it's only by Krishna's mercy. It's not that everybody can remember, we don't remember, for example, or normally nobody remembers, even advanced devotees, they don't remember, in the next life again, they forgotten. But this is special mercy of Krishna, because in the Bhagavad Gita, Krishna says, from Me comes knowledge, remembrance and forgetfulness. So, Krishna wanted, see, Dradhavdarata is um, a special character, meant i mean for us it was it's like an instruction to us what happens when you're not austere? what happens because kali vram. so that Krishna says, whatever you think of that you will that is what you'll be born, but there is the proof so now we've you, got a proof so the Bharata um, was used for that <clears throat> and uh, so and he remembers. But how, because of a sincere devotion uh, service to the Lord, even I could remember everything. So that was special mercy given by the Lord. And uh, so he could remember everything, even in a dear's body. And um, because I'm aware of the fall down in my past life, uh, so that is so in as different in his dear body, he was always meditating on what happened in his dear. His life, and he was feeling so bad, and he was thinking that now, I, at the end of this life, and that as a dear, in a deer's body, also, he kept himself aloof. Now he was not in the flock, this family. He went um, away and he was near there, as, you know, Bharat doing penances, and he was always thinking about the past, and that's why he got the body as Um So, and Krishna, this remembrance, forgetfulness, and knowledge Krishna gives from the Dhammi Buddhi Yogam So, in um, Bhagavad Gita, we have this Chatusloki, chapter 10, 8 to 11 verses, which is like the essence of Bhagavad Gita. If you know this verse, this, this is the real essence. We have understood Bhagavad Gita. And what are those verses? It is in the theme of Sambanda, Abhiveya, and Khamjana. That means the first, the first verse of the fourth, uh, that is, chapter
0: uh, 8,
1: it says, um, You know, no, uh, I am the source of all material existence. Everything emanates from me. The wise who perfectly know this engage in my devotional service and worship me with all their hearts. So here he is, uh, you know, he's giving uh, the knowledge of who he is and uh, who we are and what we have to do to him. You know, with him. That is the knowledge. And so he is saying, I am the source of all spiritual and material worlds. Everything emanates from me. And the wise who perfectly know this, engage in my and service. So he is saying, uh, this is what you are supposed to do. You are supposed to engage in my and service and worship me with all your heart. That is, some, and then in the next verse, he says, Mat Chitta Prana Bodhayanta Parasparam Teacher, Raman teacher so what do they do once they know that Krishna is the supreme and I'm and everything is coming from them you have that knowledge and then you decide that they start worshiping then what is the engagement of so the thoughts of my pure devotees dwell in me their lives are fully devoted to my service and they derive great satisfaction and bliss from always enlightening one another and conversing about me. So this is what we are supposed to do. Once we know that uh, the essence of Bhagavad Gita is that Krishna is trying to convince Arjuna, that this surrendering to him is the only essence of life, I mean only goal of life. And uh, so the devotees are always thinking of Krishna. And their lives are fully devoted to my service, whatever duty they may be doing, but they are doing devotionally with always aware of Krishna. And they get so much satisfaction and bliss from enlightening one another and conversing about me. And he also says, What happens when we do that? Yenamam upayanti says, for those who are constantly devoted to serving me with love, I give the understanding by which
0: <coughs>
1: they can come to me. So the result of doing devotional service is that we get knowledge from Krishna, He Himself, Dadami buddhi Yogam Tam. You know, uh, so, with love, Vajatam Priyeti Purvakam. He gives love also by constantly, uh, you know, serving Him. Then He gives love. He also gives the knowledge, all realizations. And that is why devotees like to, uh, you know, like to uh, communicate the realizations about Krishna. And he, that is buddhi yoga. And the other part of the prayojana is to show them special mercy. I, dwelling in their hearts, destroy with a shining lamp of knowledge the darkness born of ignorance. So, that is all. By taking shelter of Krishna, by doing bhakti, then Krishna Himself destroys with a shining lamp of knowledge all the darkness born of ignorance. So, bhakti is so wonderful because Mainly Krishna is very active. We just try to please him. Other than that, you know, something we do. But major part of it is done by Krishna. He is rubbing. He is erasing material desires. He is purifying us. That's the amazing thing about Bhakti Yoga. That we do a little, but Krishna also does. So, that is why it's very successful. That, uh, you know, the type in the uh, the cat, monkey, and the uh, philosophy as well as the rope and the well, right? There are some people like the jnanis <clears throat> and yogis. They say that uh, how we can get perfection is like a, a, a monkey philosophy. Uh, no, no, sorry. Cat and mouse philosophy. That, that within, um No, jnanis and yogis is the monkey philosophy that the monkey, baby monkey is holding on to the monkey all the onus is on the baby monkey he has to really hold on to the mother mother is happily jumping from tree to tree you know, she is not holding, she is not holding the baby and uh, it is the baby monkey which has to hold on so gyanis and yogis, they are depending on their own, um, you know, his, um, uh, their own efforts all the tapasya's and the self-control, everything is onus is on them. And you have um, uh, this kitten philosophy. Uh, Some people feel that everything that Krishna only has to do. I will just surrender. So they like um, um, kitten um, this, I mean, they say, whenever Krishna wants, I'll become pure. It's all up to Krishna, they say that. No, it's also up to us. We have to start desiring and praying for a connection with Him, uh, so that, that is the kitten and the mouse philosophy that the kitten is just carrying the mouse everywhere. Mouse doesn't have to do anything, so that is also not correct. But it is rope and the well. That means the Guru throws the rope, and we have to just hold on, and then He throws it out. Guru and Krishna. So that is the um, thing that um, what happens uh, is, um, you know, Krishna Himself elevates us. And um, here we can see that in the deer's body also, he was as aware of everything like he was in a human body. So that is another thing we see, how the Atma is the same in all the bodies. Sometimes we don't realize that. We see animals and we think they have a special, different soul, a, a kind of a dumb soul or something. But no, they have the same soul. And by giving them Prasadam, by making them hear Hare Krishna mantra, they are also progressing. That's why Prabhupada said, Chant loudly, let everybody hear. The microbes have the same Atma like us. And so here we can see how he is having a deer's body, but his consciousness is just like a human being. Um, so because he did not identify with the deer's body, and as opposed to Indra Dev, what happened? He got body once. You know, because he was, um, you know, he did something, I think, uh, because of some sense gratification. He was cursed by Brahma, you go, you become a pig, or some Brahmin, I don't know who cursed him. So he took the body of a pig, and in the body of a pig, he was thinking that, um, I am this pig. And he got his. Big vice and big piglets, and he became completely attached and just rolling in the, you know, stool and eating it. He was very, very happy. And seeing his taste, you know, Brahma and all the felt so sad. But this is the position of Indra. Dev, imagine what is the position of Indra? Such a exalted position, and he was directly reporting to Vishnu. And, uh, you know, doing his job of maintenance and all that, he was actually doing the job of Vishnu. And whenever there was any problem, via Brahma, he would go and Vishnu would give him. And everybody was reporting to him, such an exalted position, and he did something, something he did wrong. So he was cursed, and in the big body, completely forgot about his indra position. And so then Brahma-Dev came, he felt so much compassion, he sprinkled, some water from his Kamandalu, which is Ganga. He always keeps Ganga in his uh, Kamandalu. He sprinkled and, you know, uh, actually he didn't want to come out. He said, no, I do because his, actually what happened was all, uh, you know, because of Brahmadev's mer- mercy, Brahmadev's mercy the wife and the children, they all died. And the pig, pig was crying, Oh, my wife, my children, they're all dead. And Brahmadipa thought, Oh my God, this is too much. I went and sprinkled the water and then he came to senses, Oh, what's What's wrong? What's happening? So like this. It's not that always you will get this mercy. Normally, animal body given is only to one who's got low consciousness. right? Somebody was very very materialistic and has all kinds of activities and uh, so then no control of their senses mind then he is given a animal body but Jadabharaj Jhar- is a special case and mercy of the lord I for the sake of example for us you know we know what is that every time we always quote I mean Jadabharaj right about reincarnation and what happens at the end of life, whatever we think we get the body. So it's a very good uh, like a, a good example. So he was satisfied was he made him remember and for his own quick repentance. Because if he had got a human birth, then it's gone on for a long time. Right. So he just got a deer's body birth just for some uh, alive. And in that time, he repented enough and then he got into a, a human form so that he can do devotional service, complete, complete it, and then go back to Godhead. So for various reasons, he got this. And Krishna's special mercy is that he never identified himself with the dear body. And even though we, we've got a human form of life and we identify with the human body and we forget our spiritual form. But he remembered, because of his uh, advanced devotional service. And he also says that I keep myself away from the association of ordinary men. And this is what Tetanema Mahaprabhu also said, Asat achara. So we have to keep from ordinary people. Why? Because, um, you know, ordinary people are only interested in sense gratification. Actually, Prabhupada in one of the Bhagavatam he says that there are two activities in this material world. One is sense gratificatory gratificatory activities and the other is the devotional activities. Now, sense gratificatory activities are very much loved by Asuras. Fully, only sense gratification, if you go down in the low planetary systems, it is pure and pure sense gratification. It is called Bila Actually, it's even more uh, you know, beautiful to look and very, very comfortable, maximum sense gratification, but no consciousness of Krishna. So, that is Asuras who want that kind of... And then the Devas, they want to satisfy the senses of the Lord. They want to obey His instructions and serve Him and so on. So there are always, and there is always, a kind of um, fight or um, you know quarrel between these two classes of men. And Those who are after sense gratification, they are all they hate to see the devotees. Remember, they, they remind them of, them of Vishnu, and they don't want to remember Vishnu or Krishna because they want to enjoy like that God. So this is their mentality. If you see any of these leftists, and all that they. All these against uh, people who are spiritual or religious. They can't they, st- they can't stand them. They hate them for no reason at all. Why they hate them, we don't know. But they hate. And um, uh, the thing is, uh, and there uh, actually the psychology is that everyone should worship me, and I'm the god, and I uh, you know I'm the controller. They want to dominate. It is like just like you know, he was like an very great Asura, because he had inordinate desire to control the whole universe. So, and the minute he got power, what did he do? Stop the worship of Vishnu. Everybody, he said, no more yagnas, no more worship, temples. Stop it. Instead, and even he terrified, even the rishis and sages, no more worship. You cannot do, recite all mantras, no doing yajnas all over the planetary system, in the Narayana... to <laughs> so, sing Narayana, Narayana, and go everywhere. So, he didn't say anything, maybe mentally they were all chanting. He, he said, everybody has to recite only Hiranyakashuku And he had temples built for him. And he said, I'm the one who is taking care of yours, not some Vishnu, Vishnu, who doesn't even exist like This is the mentality of the Asuras, they want unlimited sense gratification, and they want to subdue the devas so that, you know, they stop talking about Vishnu and they want to kill Vishnu if possible. So harassing the devotees, they want to kill Vishnu, because they can't directly harass Vishnu, and so all the Vaishnavas put harass them nicely and kill them so that it's as good as killing Vishnu. That's the hatred they have. So, um, every, um, and um, So, this is why... Uh, Why we have to uh, avoid, why he was avoiding common people, because most of them are interested in sense gratification. But most of them are not against Vishnu, at least on the earth. Uh, Most of them are just innocent, ignorant. And there are only some people who are avowed asuras who hate Krishna. That is very rare. But still... Uh, there are, the numbers are increasing in Kali Yuga. there are a lot of Rakshasa type of men, uh, of men and uh, men and women, uh, Rakshasas, uh, Asuras, Rakshasas are living above in the Bhur Loka. Bur, uh, this is Bhuloka and then uh, the earthly planetary systems and above that is Bhur and there is there Rakshasas, Vidyadaras uh, and all that, Gandharvas, we all live there. So. And those Rakshasas, and even Kuvera was, uh, what? He was a uh, Yaksha. So Yakshas, Rakshasas, they're all above. And actually Kuvera was a Yaksha, and um, this one, Ravana was a um, Rakshasa. But because they were uh the step-brothers, because they had the same father, Ullatsyamuni. And first he had a Brahmana wife. And uh, no, he was a Brahmana and his wife must have been a Yaksha. But, uh, so she got um, Kuchira as his son. And he was uh, very, uh, you know, um, like he was quite obedient. He was quite great because he's a great uh, devotee of Lord Shiva and he's also the treasurer of the devatas so he is favorable to the devatas and his abode is just below the swargaloka whereas the rajasara Ramana, his mother she was sent by the asuras from from by the rakshasas to uh, sort of um, entice him so that because they were getting very weak and they wanted a strong uh, asura, their asuras should become powerful. So asuras were also inside in this, in league with the Rakshasas and they sent uh, you know, her to entice him and so he got married to her and um, you know, so then that's how Ravana was born and he became a Rakshasa and even though he was very very learned because of his father's influence but then his mm-hmm. mind was like that uh, for Rakshasa, sense, gratification complete, it was so lusty, anybody, any woman, you just grab and have this thing, and then throw them, this is what he was, so we can see, so that is why he was trying, to. I mean, this material, is all, filled with all kinds of people, there are karmis, who are okay, I mean, they're not asuras, but most of them are not interested in bhakti, and then there are, um, this asuric type of people, so he was, even though, Nadabharata was born in a Brahmana family. But even there, there is materialism. So he was so terrified. He didn't open his mouth. He didn't follow anything so that people might be tempted to come and uh, talk to him. So he purposely kept himself so dirty and looking so dumb. And so that nobody will be interested to come and talk to him. So, uh, and... um, So, yeah. Yeah, this, um, when we, uh, so, what is the result of associating, having this uh, material association? What does material association mean? That means in an empty, uh, sorry, intimate way. It's not that we should stop talking to everybody. Uh, we are going out and we have to work, work and then we have to live in society and, uh, you know, uh, and moreover, not just because we are living in society, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we can think, okay, let's all go together and live in one farm together or, you know, we just live uh, in a community of uh, Vaishnavas. But still, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has not let us, uh, you know, do like that. If we indulge in like that, okay, forget all. This was a luxury for him. But in this age, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is told, you should preach. You should ho, You should preach. We have to be, we have to talk to people, associate with them. But it is always, you know, with the intention of just giving them Krishna consciousness. That's all. And so we are very friendly, very nice. If they require some help, we do that. But not not spending a lot of time with them, going out with them, sharing all intimate, uh, you know, news and exchanges with them. That we have to avoid because that is sure. You know, don't the um, this thing. Reason for so because why? It's not that we hate them because it's purely on sense gratification. Common people. Therefore, because of Satyanama Prabhu appearing, there is a good chance that many of them can uh, deliver through our association. But generally, in those days, Satyanama Prabhu had not yet come, so it was very difficult to convert people and all that. So he avoided. He, uh, he met Rahugana one, I mean, the only time, the only person he seems to have met who was interested in spiritual life was Rahugana. And that's the only only conversation we see of uh, Jadabharata opening his mouth and talking. So we can see how rare it was to find a, a devotee or somebody interested in spiritual realization. So that is why uh, uh, normally we should avoid, because it's uh, based, uh, what happens is, it's based on purely sense gratification at the relationships. Increases one's illusion, only bodily connection. And we commit more sins and we also get implicated in a lot of sinful reactions because of that. No incentive to perform devotional service and only devotees are reminders of Krishna. You know, just by seeing the tilaka or the Kanti Mala, or the Japa, whatever, are just seeing their face, because it's been purified by chanting, just a devotee, dressed up, as a devotee itself, think, you know, they're like Vishnu Dutas, actually Prabhupada says that, you know, in Ajamila, when he saw the Vishnu Dutas, and uh, after that, uh, so, uh, he was so much, um, you know, inspired by them, uh, uh, finally, when and all that is so appreciative of the Vishnu dutas, and Prabhupada says that devotees Vaishnavas are also like Vishnu dutas because they uh, remind the people they bring them to Krishna and they cause the trouble so uh, we, I mean Vaishnavas are also like that so we are doing the service for Krishna because Krishna really wants that everyone should become he personally doesn't do he engages us and like vishnu ruthas so um, devotees are also reminders of vishnu or krishna for all people whereas if you engage with materialistic people they pull us to external we have, have to be so careful that we are uh, you know under the shelter of Antaranga shakti under, under the shelter of radrani under, under the shelter of yoga Maya, not mahamaya so but if we are just uh, you know in and um, also you know talking very uh, intimately with materialistic people will be fully i mean they are already in bahiranga shakti only they're trying to go to krishna that endeavor also will become very much uh, you know very slowed down so <clears throat> uh, so this is very important how we have to every day what we are doing is trying to more shift ourselves, from external energy to internal energy, because external energy makes us, um, you know, aware only of the external world. And I'm the body, I'm the senses, everything connected with my body is the reality. And we don't have a sense of, you know, Krishna within my heart. He is everything. Everywhere He is there, Vishnu, I am resting in Vishnu only, I am, Vishnu is also inside me and I am also resting in Vishnu. BAHIR NARSIMO, HRIDAYE NARSIMO, NARSIMA Madim charna. So, YATO YATO YAMI TATO, ITO NARSIMA, PARATO NARSIMA, YATO YATO YAMI TATO NARSIMA Everywhere the Lord is there, we are not aware of that, because we are in the BAHIRANGA shakti. And Krishna is so kind, because He thinks, oh you, this person cannot understand. I am there right next to him because unless one controls one mind and senses one cannot realize Krishna because he is pure spirit and that is why of this great mercy he has come outside to be with us internally we cannot see Krishna or experience Krishna at all so when we close our um, eyes we only see our mind mind is coming a lot of television of uh, so many reels and reels of uh, memories are coming. We are not able to see Krishna. So in order to meet us and contact us, he has come. Home. And how is that? One, uh, of course we know it's the holy name. And through sound, sound vibration is Krishna. So we can immediately contact and that's even more easier. Yogis that try to control their minds and senses and try to meditate and after a long time they can see Paramatma. Here, even with our mind and senses of control, nothing. simply through sound vibration, we can catch Krishna and uh, we can associate with him. And the other way is, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, deity form, that's also external. It is, it's, you know, it is, uh, out. I mean, made up of material elements and all that, but it is Krishna because... Um, or even worship Him in the way that has been mentioned in the scriptures, you make the form and you do and you invite Him and you um, worship, then Krishna is there. He is associating with us externally because we are so drawn to the external senses and mind. And that is why when we chant, we have to associate. they should understand. You don't even need to close your eyes. Close your eyes, then your mind will become... Real so it doesn't matter if your eyes are resting wherever or you can put your eyes on krishna's form but all you have to do is concentrate on the sound vibration not so much on the sight but the sound vibration that's it that's why even if your eyes are open wherever you are it doesn't matter if you just understand that the sound, the vibration of Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare 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 Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, 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 Hare Hare is Krishna who has come from within. He has come outside to be with me. So I'm going to associate with him. I really need him because I can't see him. So that is the connection. That's this mercy. And, um, you know, we also see this fall down you know, he, uh, it is exactly like how it is mentioned in the Bhagavad Gita. What happens to a yogi when he falls down? And here, uh, normally in the sixth uh, chapter, uh, it says that unsuccessful yogi, many years of enjoyment in the planets of the highest living entities, is born into a family of righteous people or into the family of rich aristocracy. So, this is going to Swargaloka and coming and being born in the rich aristocracy. It's for someone who has not done that much. They are not advanced so much. Because when Prabhupada said, some of my disciples will go to the heaven, It means they still have many material desires. So, But, or if unsuccessful, after long practice of yoga, he takes birth, his birth in a family of transcendentalists who are surely great in wisdom. Certainly, such a birth is rare in this world. So, Bharatamaraja he got this rare birth. He was born in the continental And why? Because mm, he had, uh, you know, he had fallen down after long practice of yoga. That's why he didn't go to Swargaloka and all that. He immediately, Krishna wanted to speed up. But he also wanted to show that, uh, you know, if you are you get a birth, uh, you'll take a body of that. So, because he saw the deer, he was thinking, meditating on the deer. Oh my dear, poor deer, where is it is gone? I don't know if some animal has eaten it. He was lamenting and he was very deeply absorbed. Imagine, he's a great meditator of Krishna. Then you can imagine, when he substituted Krishna with deer, how deep must have been his meditation on the deer? So deeply he was engrossed in uh, thinking of the deer, oh, how loving it was. It came and licked and oh, I'm missing it and all that. And finished. And he just tripped. and So that also he is showing us. And so that very quickly. And then because he was such an advanced devotee, he got this birth in a transcendentalist family. And that birth is very rare. And Krishna says on taking such a birth, He revives the divine consciousness of his previous life and he again tries to make further progress in order to achieve complete success, O son of Guru. By the virtue of the divine consciousness of his previous life, he automatically becomes attracted to the yogic principles. Even without seeking them, such an inquisitive transcendentalist stands always above the ritualistic principles of the And exactly Jadavrata was like that, he didn't bother about all the
0: ritualistic
1: things. Come dear my son, you have to wash your feet, uh, you know, uh, do this, Uh, you know, so many things. He just didn't bother because he was always meditating on Krishna, so he was on a very, very elevated platform, Uh, uh, so it didn't matter. He was just interested only in that, only in meditating on Krishna, nothing else. So, that Divine Consciousness, he was, so this is Jada is a very good example for us. So Krishna, you know, he always leaves some practical examples so that we get our, we're convinced about it. And, um, you know, we know that it's for sure whatever Krishna has said, the philosophy is exactly as it is. And um, uh, then, so... Reincarnation is a very serious business. That we know that you know, people are not worth it. They're thinking only this life. They're thinking just you know, we have only one life to live. So let us live it the way we want. Anyway, after life there is nothing. Who has seen it? Who, who knows just enjoy. So this kind of philosophy has really bewildered people and because of that, if they don't get what they want, this is the only life. And if I cannot get whatever I want, what's the use of living? I commit suicide. Because there is no uh, education on reincarnation. Whereas reincarnation, Prabhupada said, very proudly about India. That here in India, even a rickshaw puller knows about reincarnation. Everybody believes. But unfortunately, Prabhupada will be very sad to see the state of uh, uh, this thing, because no education on this at all. Most people don't even believe in reincarnation. And so left, right and center, you're not happy. You don't get whatever you want. It's suicide. Why should you live? This life is the only thing. So you forget about it. I mean, the best way to uh, end misery and sorrow is just die. That's all. This is something like Buddhism it says that, you know, this life is full of misery. But uh, they say that, okay, you control your senses, mind, and uh, stop violence, and peaceful, and burn up your karma, by suffering all the karmas, then become nothing. <laughs> so this is their thing. These people are thinking, why should we do all that? We just put an end to our life, definition, no more suffering. So that's why the reincarnation is a fact. And um, especially, you know, these pastimes. Jada and the pastime of Ajamila are very, very good, especially for new people, you know, and even for devotees, it's very, very um, inspiring because it reinforces what happens at death, which is very important. In the case of Ajamila also, he just led his life recklessly, right? In the beginning, he was doing all religious practices, everything. And then he met with that prostitute and he abandoned his very nice, beautiful young wife who was very chaste and all the very divine. He just abandoned her uh, and then he just joined the prostitute and did all sinful activities just to please her, everything. But in the end, because somehow he named his son Narayana, that was Krishna's mercy on him. And because of that one word, he didn't agree Krishna at all. It was calling the child, but the name is so powerful, that's what, the name, Duttas are explaining to the Yamadutas, the name, even if you don't know anything about the glories of the name, if you start, it will have effect. Just like fire, whether an um, adult, you know, an uh, elderly person puts fire on the haystack, or a small child puts fire on the haystack, the haystack will burn, knowledge is not required. So, in the same way, of course, knowledge is very essential, so that your chanting will be really powerful, but then, uh, it anyway acts. So, uh, he and we say how important it is to think of Krishna at the end of life, and he saw everything, like, you know, it was clearly, I mean, it was not some imaginary thing. He actually saw Yamadutas coming to pull his soul away from his body. And then because he cried in helplessness, Narayana, he actually meant his child. (laughs) But Narayana, oh Narayana is calling, let's go and help him. Immediately they came and then they sent away the Yamadutas by telling them about the glories of the Holy Name, packed them off. And uh, so then he saw, my God, what a wasted life, what all have I done? He really repented for it and uh, then he chanted and then he... uh, and Vishnudhuta's actually his sins son, were all cleansed, finished. Because of Of course, it was not that one word, one time Narayana. Because he named this child as Narayana, he was constantly chanting, Narayana, my baby, please come, come sit on my lap. Narayana, eat food. Narayana, come, let's go play. Like this, Narayana, 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 Narayana. So you hear him chanting quite a bit. And so all his sins were destroyed, and he saw. Vishnu Dutas and then they told him to go to Haridwar and all that and he was so excited you know remembering all this uh, you know the glories uh, because his sins were destroyed so he wanted to glorify Krishna glorify them, uh, them the Vishnu Dutas he opened his mouth and when so the Vishnu Dutas saw he was trying to speak something immediately they disappeared why because they wanted to increase this mood of separation because in the mood of separation, the glorification is more intense and they wanted him to chant with great intense separation so that quickly he'll get purified and we can come and take him back home. So that is how, um, you know, um, we have, I mean, this is, these two pastimes, Jarabharata and uh, Jamila are very, very important for telling us about the seriousness of our life life is that reincarnation is serious business have to be very careful in feeling everything with the Lord so that even in case of you know sudden some kind of death one will be conscious of the Lord so that is why you know uh, as old well as Swami said that uh, suppose you know you are it actually happened when devotee died by, in theater while he was watching a film and he said, suppose, you know, there are many moments that we completely forget Krishna and do some tamuguna, rajuguna activity and suddenly you die, very dangerous. So, even being a devotee, we should uh, not forget Krishna. Um, you know, always we should feel everything with Krishna. Then, whatever, whenever, whatever happens, will always be thinking of Krishna. We have got great examples, like his oldness, Tamal Krishna Maharaj. He was, you know, he just started going in the, um, you know, he left early in the morning to go back to Ayapur. Samoved Krishna's arrangement, the driver stuck against the tree, and Tamal Krishna Maharaj was sitting in the, um, you know, uh, front seat. And he, you know, the impact was on him, but he was chanting Hare Krishna mantra. So it was such a deity immediate. Um, please come. Yes a minute. Yes a minute, please. Krishna. so tamas krishna maharaj uh, you know it definitely it was such a glorious death and uh, i mean leaning of his body and the whole all devotees were there and they all uh, you know uh, gave him a wonderful send-off then i knew a very nice devotee he was not such a senior devotee just ordinary junior devotee but he was very sincere his name was Radhakant prabhu and he was in musket uh, you know he was a um, uh, like a bhakti teacher and he, uh, what happened was, uh, one day, uh, I mean, he was uh, traveling. He was staying in the city, but he was taking care of a congregation which was about two hours drive from the city. And uh, the next day, he was leaving with his uh, family for a holiday to India. And those devotees said, you know, because it was just after him Mahap and he attended the Gaurapuni festival in the city and they all wanted him to come and also, you know, be there and they were celebrating it on a weekend. So just to, uh, for their sake, he went. Next day, he was uh, leaving with his family to India. And after he finished it, and the festival went on till late, uh, you know, quite late in the night. And then he got into the car and there were four devotees with him. One was the driver and the other two devotees. They were not so uh, senior or anything. And he was sitting in the front seat. And uh, they almost reached his house. You know, at that time his wife called up and said, Have you reached safely? And he said, Yes, I'm just a kilometer away from home. And so she was constantly worshipping Nasima for his protection. Then when she heard, that has uh, reached almost uh, this thing she stopped the bus, and then what happened the driver he just slept for a second you know he just uh dozed off a bit and the wheel and there you're going in such a fast speed it was night and uh, then what happened it hit, hit the side and then it uh, the car just overturned and that's it uh, then what happened, there was a shop opposite. Was a oh. And they crossed the road and came and saw what happened. And they were saying that this devotee, radhakant Prabhu, he was, was, you know, a little uncon- I mean, semi-conscious state. But he said his hands were moving. You know, the beads of his mala were moving. And something he was, his mouth was <coughs> you know, murmuring something. He, at the time of this thing, he was not uh, panicking because he had just spoken to his wife and she said, oh, okay, coming home, he didn't, I to, you know, he didn't panic, nothing, oh, he thought, okay, now maybe I have to leave my body, I'll just chant. So, we told Urmaraj, and he said, yes, it's a very, you know, he had gone on serve, um, to serve Krishna for the sake, I mean, it was a service, he went all the way, and then, and somehow, you know, very sincere, very simple, uh, and very humble devotee. So Krishna thought that maybe that he's, you know, he doesn't have to be here. We all missed him, of course, very much because yeah, he was such a wonderful devotee. But... So like that, there are instances. Of so many devotees, how very successful they've been in thinking of Krishna Bindi, die. And, and actually, Krishna arranges for us in the 8th chapter he tells about you know when a yogi leaves the body when he doesn't and all that but after telling all that he says um, for the the jhanis yogis for impersonalists, he says that how at what time they should go you know in Uttarayana and when the uh, when it is sun, uh, when the sun is high, I mean in the daytime, then it's auspicious, then they won't come back. But here, then um, he says for devotees <coughs> present, um, whatever, uh, so he says, um, it,
2: it, Uh, no, he said,
1: oh, yeah, that is also there. But, uh No, what he said was, don't worry about anything. He said that, I, um, yeah, although the devotees know, they see, because he says that the mystic who passes away from this world during the smoke, the night, the fortnight of the beginning moon, or the six months when the sun passes to the south, reaches the moon planet, but again comes back. And he says, "Oh, Mr. Bharatas, hmm, eh, no, the, those who know the Supreme Brahman, attain the Supreme and the influence of the fiery God in the light, at an auspicious moment of the day, during the fortnight of the waxing moon, or during the six months when the sun travels in the north. And as, uh, then we saw for those who do turn, when they go in darkness. Then, Krishna is saying, although the devotees know these two paths to Arjuna, they are never bewildered. Therefore, be always fixed in devotion. So that's the advantage that we simply, we are then Krishna arranges. How we go, where we go, everything is arranged by Krishna. And uh, even if there is kind of an accident and all that, Krishna takes care, because your whole life you have dedicated to Krishna at the end, why will Krishna not take care of his devotee? So that's why he said, "Don't worry about all these things. Always think of me. That is greater difficulty than not you know um, worrying about how, when to leave or to, how to leave and all that. So we are always ready. So that is how we have to prepare ourselves, uh, you know, because it's very serious. What we are doing is fantastic. Um, Krishna consciousness. It's so practical. It is not just for, you know, simply some uh, philosophical talks or time pass. <laughs> it is not a time pass. We are learning the pastimes of Krishna, because they purify us and they take us to Krishna. It is reality. So, that's what I mean. <clears throat> so, the this uh, conversation between Dharabrata and Rahubana is very, very inspiring. Um, Rahubana I mean, Nadabharata, both of his experience of how we, he was, uh, you know, entrapped into illusion by his attachment, because that's why he gives so many examples and talks a lot about how material in, uh, uh, attachment can bind us and how we need to come out of it. Thank you very much, Hare Krishna. Is there any question or comments?
0: Ray Krishna Mataji Jay Good Wonderful, wonderful Thank class. You spoke wonderfully in describing all the character of Jarabharat and how we can apply in our life. Thank you so much, Mataji. Devotees, we have any okay. question, please go ahead. Hare Krishna, thank you, Mataji, for wonderful and nectarine class. It was very nice to hear you today. Thank you, Hare Krishna, Mataji. Hare Krishna, Prabhu, thank you very much. Hare Krishna, Mataji, can you hear me? Yes,
1: I can. Hare Krishna. Mataji,
2: Hare Krishna, you gave very nectarine class, and it was very helpful to progress in the path of Krishna consciousness. Uh, the, is there any example like Jared Bharata, who remember his past life, and still he tried to come out from the fallen devotee to
1: the advanced devotee? Um it may be, but I don't uh, remember immediately who uh, anybody like that. But you know, uh, yeah, consciously remembering, I don't know. But I know devotees who have, who have had uh, you know regression past life regression, and they know what they were in their previous life, all that they know. And also, even if you don't want to do past life regression, there is Agastya Muni and uh, Bhrigu Muni, even Prabhupada mentions in his purports about how Svaragu um, Samhita, you know, it is written about uh, people's past, present, and future lives. So, uh, it, is, uh, it is also given easily to us, if you just approach Either, you know, Brighmuni's ashrams or Agastya Muni's ashrams and Agastya Muni and Brighmuni they have written so many millions of years before we are even born they have written with our name, what our name will be in this present birth family members will be... I mean, it's very amazing, it's very mystical because in whatever life we approach, whenever we are supposed to I suppose it will change according to that because in this life, also they say that uh, suppose you go, like you go there and he tells about who you were in the past, and uh, in this life, uh, what you were, who were who were your parents, where are you were born, and uh, what was your job, and um, what your life will be like. Everything he mentions, and he say people say that even after, uh, suppose you go there again to see it, you know, because they keep it. It's all written in uh, uh, leaves, you know, palm um, leaves. Uh, dried palm leaf, So, it is all there and, uh, and the thumb impression is all they have to give, we don't have to get it. Amen. Just with the thumb impression, because there are uh, there are thumb impressions in that, uh, um, in that uh, this thing, palm leaf. That's why it's very mystical. And they connect to that, uh, whichever is similar to that, they'll bring and then they'll start reading. And then you'll know this is exactly yours, because it will match, everything will match. You, you, I mean, what is your name? What are your parents' names? Your siblings' names? Which place you were born? And what is your profession? What's your educational qualification? And uh, what you're doing in this life? Everything. And what's going to be your future? Even if you're going to be a devotee, everything. So, and uh, so we have this way in Kali Yuga that is available to us. Uh, even if we don't remember, maybe some people remember, but we don't know. I've not heard. Uh, anyone remembering what they were in the past life? <coughs> there, there could be some uh, great devotee like that in, in Chaitanya Leela or something. Uh, most of them of course in Chaitanya Leela are all coming from the spiritual world. So, Ganuk Desha Deepika, it mentions what they are in the spiritual world. But the, what they were in the previous life, maybe some devotees knew, but I'm not, I don't have any idea. Thank you, Mataji. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna, I am not
2: Sorry, I was uh, out of. Uh, I mean, I, you were not referring to it. I'm sorry about that. Uh, interjecting in the middle. Please pardon me. I. Cardin? Uh, uh, I added I one verse uh, when you
1: were speaking. Uh, sorry about ah, that. Thank Mr. you, Prabhu. No, no, no. Thank you so much. Yes. Uh, I probably. I, uh, uh, I on... uh, no, you can talk okay. about it. You can uh, mention that verse and uh, give the translation and the explanation also. Well, of... no, that's okay.
2: That's the last verse of the chapter You can go. And read Vedas, Yoga, Yoga, so uh, oh, like different modes of passing away uh, for Krishna. The devotee uh, uh, for devotee is uh, whatever they do uh, uh, yeah, by g- learning Vedas or doing Jagya or the Tapasya, all mm. things uh, 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 available to the yogi uh, who has surrendered himself uh, to the lotus feet of Krishna. That's what Krishna. Mm. Yes. Yes. Uh, about that. Uh, uh, so with this question, I just wanted to add. Uh, so uh, Krishna says that uh, uh, So the mm. pocket from one body to the other is the mercy of Krishna. Mm. What I have learned uh, by Vishnu gathering is uh, so we generally take uh, karmis. Uh, yeah. Uh, Generally, people take birth, uh, rebirth within the same family, within the same acquaintances because of uh, attachment or aversion. Uh, so uh, yeah. so, yeah, so uh, in the general course of life, uh, any common man's uh, uh, consciousness will be polluted with uh, so many uh, aversions or enmity uh, that uh, others might have inflicted upon him. Uh, so in the next life, he to he to I mean, mostly uh, he will take birth in the same uh, acquaintance, within the same acquaintances, same family kind of same Set up with the friends, or family. If uh, God, that mercy of the Lord or uh, apohanam, uh, that is forgetfulness, would not have been there. That would have been always uh, in in enmity with uh, from the from our birth itself, with our surroundings. So that's God's mercy. That he lets us forget.
1: Hmm. I didn't uh, get you. You said that uh when the attached we are reborn in the you know, same family or uh, something. I mean, yeah, I mean we are connected. To them. Yeah, hmm. it's
2: not mostly about the but generally people kadmi me karma or uh, these these two kind of people generally uh, the people who belong to this category so they born they are mostly born within the same acquaintances reborn mm-hmm. uh, so like uh, because yeah. uh, supposing that uh, supposing uh, uh, he leaves his body thinking about his uh, son he might take mm. it, uh, uh, he might very well uh, if the attachment would have been so strong he take rebirth
1: as the son of that son. Uh, yeah, it does happen, but not not always, but yes, it does happen because even more the mission, they found that, you know, when they go into their subconscious, they can connect with the people whom they know now in this life, with who they were in their past life, you know, so they are able to connect. And uh, normally people do this hypnotic regression because if they're having some problems, you know, somebody's harassing them or they're not getting along and, uh, or they themselves are having some... Uh, so they want to go and see what about the past life is affecting me now. And then sometimes they see that the person who's troubling me so much, uh, something happened in the previous life, then they understand, okay, that is why he's behaving like this with me. So it gives them a lot of relief. Sure then the very fact that you understand that you've had many lifetimes, that means I'm a soul, that
2: itself is so soothing, isn't it? Yes, that is why that, is a, that kind of consciousness is given to only very favored people like Jaravarat or Bhishma Dev or some very favored people on, a on such circumstances where they'll be able to handle this kind of uh, enmities from the past. Uh, mm. So Generally, people are not able to escape. So, uh, karma karmakandis will be always afflicted and uh, like... Uh, yeah. Uh, mostly people will be in this category, right? <laughs> <laughs> and they will be dandu- mm. So uh, For such kind of people, uh, it's Krishna's mercy that le- he lets us forget. Yes, that's true. From
0: one
1: body. Mm. Yes. But uh, at the same time, that attachment he fulfills, <laughs> you see why two people are attached, in this life they don't have the Samoa, they just feel attached and that my attraction may be there because of some past life connection, that also happens. Yeah, yeah, it's like, you know, the, the consciousness carries, right? Yeah, uh, though consciously they're not, but subconsciously that attraction is there, it's yeah. not spiritual, it's subconscious, mentally actually yeah exactly. that is at that uh,
2: uh, uh, mind intelligence false go level about
1: ah, yes because the mind is where it is all recorded no all the past lives everything is recorded in the mind everything just like um uh, what you call it the, the whole the memory thing is there everything Remember, we have experienced in our material life everything. Innumerable lifetimes is all there in our subconscious mind. But that is the subconscious, not aware. That's what he is. Teaching. We won't suffer endlessly, or we can't enjoy this life. So always living in the past, and then we won't enjoy the present, and we won't make relationships with those around us. So Krishna helps us to forget but actually all that is there and that is why subconsciously sometimes we get attracted, uh, you know, it has an effect on us, how we were in the past, all that, karmas, everything, yeah. Yeah. Very nice Prabhu, thank you for your insights.
0: (laughs) Nice. Thank you so much, Mataji. Uh, Mataji, you mentioned uh, in mood mood of separation, the devotion is intense. So. Ah, separation. Right. Yeah. So how the like uh, the sadhaka normal devotee can practice this, Mataji? Like mood of separation. How like we can practice so that you know how devotion would be intense.
1: Ah, so we are now separated now from Krishna, from even Guru whoever you are uh, attached to, I mean, spiritual entities, We cannot see them, and so we can think that when will I become, you know, um, <clears throat> aware of them, more close to them and in this way, uh, we, you know, that separation mode will come only through chanting because otherwise we are attached to all material things now we have to feel attachment to spiritual things then only uh, separation will feel because now we think okay little bit i'm doing that is enough and then anyway all other things we're looking for happiness through are external things that has to go first of all we this material world is all external it's illusory it's temporary. i mean illusory meaning it's temporary not it's not real it is real but it's temporary and it's always hmm. Giving me pain and pleasure, alternating between this and that, and I'm just like a roller coaster right? Sometimes high, sometimes low. And, you know, so and uh, we can't trust. I mean, these things are not permanent, and it's affecting me. So we want something which will always make me happy, right? So and for that we have to surrender, to hear the holy names very, very sincerely. So that is the um, focus point that we develop attachment to the holy name then we will develop a deep attachment for krishna and then we'll feel separation from him otherwise uh, now we feel separation uh, okay we we feel separation from vaishnavas that's also good you know because that is uh, because we are reminded of krishna like even narutam das Thakur, he was very attached to the devotee ramachandra kaviraj who was actually his friend's disciple, Srinivas Shama, uh, Shama, Shrin, uh, Acharya's disciple was Ramachandra Kaviraj. But Nartam Das and Ramachandra Kaviraj were like two bodies, but one soul. They were so close. And even in that song, Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Dayakaramura Ramachandra Sangamagi Narutama Das. So that is, and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he asked one question, what is the most miserable thing in this material life? And um you know, he replies that other than the separation from devotees, there is no other greater misery than that. So we can feel uh, separation from whichever devotee, you know, we are attached to. And then we can develop attachment first, then only separation will come. So let us develop attachment to Krishna. Then only we will feel separation.
0: Wonderful, wonderful. Thank you so much, Mataji. Yeah, very nice. Yeah, when the more we get attached to Sri Krishna, then the depression mm-hmm. will come. Yes. So nice. Thank you, Mataji. Does anyone has last moment uh, comments, question?